0: welcome to your inner radiance your new go-to for self-love practices yoga lifestyle inspiration and ayurvedic tips to support you to uncover your inner radiance Friends, welcome to Your Inner Radiance. It's been a while since I recorded an episode and I know that a lot of people who do podcasts are trying to put them out like weekly, every week, and when I started this podcast, I had no intention of doing that. So, sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. I I've been like in a place of realizing that I am really only interested in doing things. I mean, aside from the required wonderful householder duties, you know, the things that I do to take care of myself, my body, my home, my ch- child, my husband, you know, things like that. Aside from that, I'm, I've really chosen and honed my schedule, my life so that I am not overextending myself, over committing and feeling too busy because I've realized that being busy is like this unfortunate catchphrase of our time that is causing a lot of damage. I hear so many people saying, you ask them, how are you doing? Oh, great, I'm so busy. And busy is, it's almost like we use the word um, almost with pride. Like we have so much to do. We have so much responsibilities. We have so much going on, but it's actually, um, this source of stress to be so busy. And I used to be always saying that for, especially since I had my son seven years ago and then, you know, trying to stay as an active entrepreneur while having a young baby at home, I got so busy And I was always saying, oh, I'm so busy. And people were looking at me, looking at all these events and things I'm doing, saying, wow, you must be so busy. I'd be like, yeah, I'm so busy. Oh, my God. And it was exhausting. And I reached a point of total adrenal fatigue and insomnia and burnout that I have spent now years recovering from and now feeling like so much more healthy and balanced and sleeping well and feeling like i can actually manage all the things on my plate with more ease and grace and i wanted to chat a little bit today about how to do that and how we can shift from this overwhelm all the time from so many things on our plate to actually feeling like we're full instead that's the phrase i use now if i do have a lot on my schedule which i try not to anymore i have too much I, instead of saying I'm busy, I say I'm full. Because fullness is nourishing. Busy is exhausting. And I see so many people, I mean, I see especially women, but I'm sure it's men too holding so much especially, you know, householders having children and jobs and that desire to take care of your family. But I especially see it in the women that I talk to. Um, And maybe that's because I have, you know, more women friends, but most of the women, you know, except for those of you that have already graduated past this you probably don't need this episode you know if you're past having young kids and maybe you're retired you're probably living your best life I hope you are (laughs) if you're still in that householder life uh, maybe you have kids maybe you don't but you have a job, you're a career woman, and you're also, you know, probably supporting your community in ways, showing up for your friends, maybe doing volunteer work, all the different things, and, you know, trying to have a life too. All those things just fill up every single crevice of space, and then you feel like you have no spaciousness left. And I I mean I, I do I do want to say I realize that it comes somewhat from a place of privilege to be able to not be overwhelmed if you you know if you're if you're really stuck in survival mode because you have to because maybe you're a single mom and no one's supporting you and you've got to take care of your kids, pay the mortgage, you have, you know, probably three jobs then i really i feel for you and i wish the society was different and i wish we supported each other more and i wish that you know social programs existed and families were closer together and everybody had more support so i realize that this is maybe not possible for everybody some of you aren't able to say yeah right i can't there's no way i'm going to have spaciousness when i have i just have to keep food on the table and i have all these jobs and I feel, I really feel for the people out there that have no capacity to really rest. So I just wanted to voice that. But I, I, I know the audience I'm speaking to, um, primarily has some amount of privilege, I think. And I want to honor that I do. And so there's, there's a couple of main things I want to share today about how to shift from being Busy to feeling spacious, to feeling like the things you have to do are mostly things that you chose, that you want to do, and to feel that you have the nervous system regulation to hold all of that, to feel full rather than busy. Because as I'm learning, as in my Ayurvedic Master's program, Stress is related to every single disease, really. And stress is one of the main causes of disease. And especially in this modern world where stress is so ubiquitous, everybody's stressed. And that busy is a symptom and a sign that you're probably stressed. Because if you're busy all the time, you're not actually having time to rest, to have downtime, to turn within, to have time of introspection to walk in nature to just sit and all those things are essential for balanced nervous system and just for self-realization for knowing who you are beyond all the things on your plate that you're doing every day so the two the two things i want to share for shifting from busy to full and balanced are one of course is to not take on too much I read a book some years ago called Essentialism when somebody recommended it to me because I probably was one of those people that I see all the time saying, I'm so busy, I'm exhausted, I've got so much on my plate. And so I read this book Essentialism and it's all about really honing your choices, choosing wisely with discernment and knowing that you don't have to take on everything. I love the phrase, You can do anything, but not everything. And it's the art of learning to say no. And choosing to say yes, like a whole fuck yes to the things you really want. And yeah, there's a lot of things that you do. Like, you know, I do laundry and dishes and some aspects of my work, like the more um, logistical accounting things that aren't like a full... Like, I love doing this. So there's some things we have to do that we don't want to do, but there are things that we can say no to. Like, it could be taking on, um, something that, you know, someone's asked for support with, or it's a new idea. Like, I get so many ideas. I get like, you know, dozens of ideas every day about new things to do, new programs to launch, new, uh, retreats to do, but you can't do everything. You can do anything but not everything. And so essentialism is the art of learning to say yes to the things that are important and no to the things that really aren't. And, you know, I've been working on that now for years, and it can be really hard to say no. Sorry, my voice is a little um, hoarse. It's pretty early here. I'm just watching the sunrise right now. I'm outside in my backyard. (laughs) <clears throat> but learning, uh, to say no, and especially when it's requests that aren't absolutely essential of you, or tasks that aren't absolutely essential, or social engagements that aren't essential, that don't, aren't actually gonna fill you up. So that you can focus on what's important, your family, your self, your nutrition, your self-care, And your career, the things that are actually essential for that. And then, you know, the other things you choose, what you have time for. And so I do recommend that book Essentialism to go a lot deeper into that. So choosing what's important and really learning when to say no has been a huge transformation on my journey of being an entrepreneur, a mom, a wife, a householder. You know, having a wonderful house and family to take care of and having friends that, you know, having community that actually requires a lot of time and effort to maintain community. And so it's important. It's been important for me to learn how to balance that, to learn where I put my time and effort in all of these areas and how to have balance and really cultivate a lot of self-care balanced by community care. And then the other thing is maybe a little bit less um clear or concrete or maybe difficult to imagine how to actually just do this thing because it's not really a thing you do. It's more of a state of awareness and a state of being that uh, is not possible if you're in survival mode. But really it's, and I don't want to sound like um i don't know like this cliche or like so spiritual that i can do this (laughs) because i think that everyone can do this when they're in a balanced nervous system state and they're really tending to themselves to their softness to their care to their rest Is seeing everything on your plate, having all these things to do and even the stressful things, because you can't stop. You can't say no to stressful situations. They happen sometimes. But it's the, it's the awareness and the choice to handle all the things in your life, all the many plate, you know, things on your plate and the things that can get really stressful without the stress like you can have stressful things, but you don't have to have the stress around it. You can have so many things on your to-do list. And then you can have challenges come up. You can have really big challenges come up that can be really stressful, you know, for a moment because we go into that state of, oh my God, like this is terrible. I have to take care of this. But after you have that moment, and, you know, do your self regulation practices and tools. You can come back to the mindset okay, this is hard. There's a lot here, but it actually doesn't have to be that hard. I can just do the thing without the stress and the worry and the anxiety and the sleeplessness. I just keep showing up for this thing and the next thing and the next thing. And I think that's that is possible when you cultivate a lot of uh, self care. And a lot of, um, regulation. Things like, um, taking time to wind down in the evening, taking time in the morning for meditation, yoga, or walks in nature. Uh, you know, for me, it's yoga, meditation primarily, and sitting in my yard, watching the sunrise, or watching my plants in the garden. But, you know, for you, it might be other things. And for me, it's sometimes other things like dance and singing or talking to a friend or taking a walk. But all of those downtime things and then all the self-care, like, you know, for me now, it's almost daily uh, oil massage on my body. For you, you know, other people, who knows? It's probably so many different things. There's limitless ways. It doesn't have to be the ways that I do. Um but really cultivating that state of balance between your sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system by cultivating time to really exist in your parasympathetic nervous system, in your place of feeling relaxed, in your place of feeling safe. So that when you're in those places that aren't so safe, aren't so relaxed, when it's a stressful situation with family or work or a, a global crisis situation or some, whatever it is that comes up, you can face each challenge with more presence and not add all the stress of worry to it because, you know, worry isn't necessary. We can see, like I can always see, like I'm not immune to worry and stress and anxiety, but now if you have that um, access to that witness of you see yourself going into that place of overwhelm, worry, anxiety, thoughts spinning, you know, getting into that, uh, anxious like move really quick and um, not really pause and I can witness myself doing that and then be like oh okay I see that I see this part of me that is needing to go into this overactive gear of stress and worry and activity and frenzy to take care of all these things or to show up for this difficult situation and I see it and I witness it and then I can respond with you know calm myself down. Respond rather than react, that you can see where you're over-efforting and then make moves to relax and be in less effort mode and more presence, because even if the most horrible thing has happened, say, you know, something terrible happens to your loved one, your child, it doesn't help to be in that state of stress and anxiety because you are less effective than you are less creative. You're not going to help them as much. You're not going to help yourself as much when you're in that state of reactivity, in that state of sympathetic nervous system. You're just not going to be as creative. Creativity comes from calm and feeling safe and accessing that universal consciousness, streaming creativity, Shakti. You just don't have as much access to being that resourceful, creative, solution oriented person when you're rushing, stressed, worrying, reactive. So I guess that's it. I wanted to just pop on for a short moment to share something here that I've been thinking about now for a while. Recognizing in our world is so prevalent. Recognize it in myself still all the time. Like I get, you know, I go into those places of reactivity, but I, I really have seen the value. Of, um, one, choosing to not overcommit, and two, recognizing how I can be present with all the things on my plate, the good and the bad, without having to add all the extraneous effort and stress and worry and reactivity. So I could, you know, go on and on about that, but that's what I want to say for now. I'm grateful you are listening. I'd love to connect, lilyrussoyoga.com to connect with me about an Ayurvedic wellness consultation, about yoga classes, my schedule. And then also at awakenedheart.org is my retreat company where I run uh, all kinds of wonderful events, full moon women's gatherings throughout the year. Um, as well as retreats in beautiful destinations. Stay tuned because I've just secured my dates for my winter getaway to Tulum, Mexico this year. And it's February 6th through 10th. And I'm so excited to be going to Om Sanctuary, to this beautiful jungle escape, and uh, to immerse ourselves in the, the culture there and the beauty there. Stay connected, stay well. I hope you feel uh, good today. I hope you nourish yourself today. I'm hoping that this gives you some inspiration to take a moment, a sacred pause, to take your deep breaths, to take a walk, to do some yoga, some dancing, a cup of tea, a bath, anything, just permission to sit for a moment on your couch, just permission to go lay down on your bed or on the earth, that you are worthy and valuable beyond all the things you have to do, that you are worthy and valuable just for being a being on this planet, that I see you, I appreciate you, and I see so many of you listeners, friends of mine, so much that you're holding, so much you're carrying, so many people you're taking care of, and I just want to say I see you and I know that it can be hard to implement all these things that I'm talking about because I'm with you and it gets hard for me too. Um, But we can do it. And this is how we're going to stay vibrant and healthy for a long time and to avoid disease and sickness and to really be able to show up long term for our families, for our friends, for ourselves. (sighs) Wishing you a wonderful day.